I'm going to teach people how to start their own ad agencies. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. This is Todd Westra, and I am so grateful today for the guest that I just had on the show. You're going to love this interview because we are talking about marketing, we're talking about growth, we're talking about using influencers to grow your brand, we're talking about all sorts of cool stuff. But the big problem we really want to solve is how many companies like yours are underutilizing influencers in your target marketplace? My guess is probably all of you. My guess is probably every company out there is underutilizing people who hold influence in their target market. I know I'm one of those. I am not utilizing the people that are that hold a lot of influence in my target audience. And I, after today's interview, I kind of regret it. You're going to love this interview because he not only talks about the act of using these other influencers as a leverage tool to grow your business, but also you're going to learn about how he has grown his own business, leveraged influencers within his target audience, as well as some other factors that are kind of fun to think about. So you're going to love hearing his feedback. You're going to love hearing his input. You may even recognize this person because he is somewhat of an influencer himself. And so enjoy this episode. Take a look and listen. And I cannot wait to hear what you think in the comments below. We'll see you on the flip side of this interview. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. Today, you're going to be... You're gonna have the pleasure of hearing someone who has not only grown marketing agencies, but taken a unique kind of twist on things. We're gonna we're gonna find out all about it here. We're talking to a man, John Crisani. Will you please tell us who you are and who you like to serve with your business? Started programming at eight years old. Uh, out of college, I started and uh, grew an ad agency to five million a year in revenue. Sold it, and uh, then after that, I. Couldn't do an ad, uh, an ad agency, so I figured, hey, I'm going to teach people how to start their own ad agencies, and uh, I've sold about $25 million worth of uh, uh, training courses uh, in the last couple years, um, nice. and now I'm working on software to enable really any direct-to-consumer company tap into uh, influencer marketing at scale. Love it. I love it. So, so judging from behind your head, there you 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 joined the seven seven you know the the two comma club. You you've uh, you got eight digits yeah. going on in your sales for online products. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, by the way. So so tell yeah. us, uh, YouTuber YouTuber with like six hundred thousand subscribers, number one infomercial in twenty twenty one. You know, I'll, I'll, yeah. So I, I I'm a marketing guy. I'm love a marketing it. guy, but I started on the streets. I started with flyers, tear tab flyers. Anybody can do it. Uh, I'm a big believer in marketing changing um, really any company uh, if you just know how to do it right. That is very funny because my first business, uh, we did door hangers. So we had, we had <laughs> door hangers with our pager number on it. It was awesome. <laughs> it works. Totally works. It works. Totally works. Well, dude, so so tell us about your business. I mean, you've you've exited a couple of awesome businesses. You're growing one that you've been you've been working on for six, seven years now. Mm -hmm. And I see you've got a new project you're working on. Let, tell us where you're at. Who who's the client avatar you love to help the most? 
Yeah, really, really it's ad agencies and PR agencies as well as like growing Shopify stores that might be doing like a couple million a year. Interesting. And uh, it's because like this whole influencer marketing area yeah. of actually tapping into these 80 million content creators. Right. It's right now the way people are doing it, they're like sitting on bean bags and like, you know, they're doing Google searches and trying to figure out what people are gonna give them ROI. Like what gives them those like butterfly feel good things. Let's do more marketing leads. Let's do, and it doesn't work. It doesn't get ROI, but there are people crushing it like Lululemon, NordVPN, sure. FTX, uh, Robinhood, um, all these things. If you know how to work with like real people, yeah, better, uh, you'll make exponentially more money in your business. And I've seen this um, working with a lot of micro influencers to promote my training courses right. in the marketing space, right? Um, and also. Um, it, I've just, it, 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 the fact is people don't like buying products from ads. People prefer to buy products from people they trust. hundred percent. Um, just full stop. Yeah, no, that's legitimately a full stop right there. You know, as, as most companies that are, you know, listening to this podcast, I'm guessing there's a lot of people that are, are trying to grow and scale. They, they've launched, they're kind of, they've kind of hit a nice sweet spot of revenue, but they're thinking, what do I got to do next? And what you're talking about is is not just like, yes, paid ads work. Yes, Facebook marketing works. Yes, yes, yes to all these things. But what you're saying is nowadays, people like buying stuff that are trusted by people that they trust, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not the subscriber. And 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 what's interesting about that is it's not about how many subscribers or followers somebody has at all. It has nothing to do with that. It doesn't matter what keywords they they right. rank for, what they show up for. Because you could you could show up be the number one video for you know men's razors, but there is zero trust this audience places in this human being. Right. 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 So it's so yeah, and what 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 my new business is doing and what we've been doing is just selling data. Like I'm not the type of guy who like talks to clients, nor would I. Like, look, I'm in a leather jacket. I'm I'm a behind the scenes type of person. Right. You know, I'm I'm you know, there are a lot of agencies out there that are, you know, you know, that that work with clients to make things happen. But sure, sure. yeah, we're not we're, we're we're people need data to get ROI in the influencer space. That's the biggest thing that's been a problem is there's no ROI for 99% of companies. So, so tell me about that. You're talking about data with influencers. I got to think that there's a lot of influencers, especially on the micro influencer level that really don't understand what you're talking about. Like what kind of data should they be thinking about when someone says, Hey, can you talk about my product? It's really simple. It's really, really, really effing simple, but nobody's doing it. That's why we decided <laughs> to start doing it. And that it's how we've made, it's how we've sold over $25 million worth of training courses personally. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's purely relational data. So what, what, what you're looking for is who are the top salespeople yeah. or who are the top marketers? I, I consider marketers salespeople. I, 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 marketers are salespeople of the internet. Yes content creators or salespeople of the internet. It's you, and, and the first thing, this is the first thing to understand. You have to, un, you can't think of marketing as some like weird, like theoretical, like it's less human 
than having a salesperson show up at your house and sell you a Kirby vacuum. Sure. But you just have to think of marketers as salespeople. This is where the world is transitioning to. It's not door to door as much anymore unless you're selling solar. Yes. Um, so given that, you have to think, okay, how do how do companies hire the best salespeople? Yeah. Well, it's fairly obvious. If I'm if I'm if I'm gonna sell if if I'm gonna sell advertising, if I'm starting an advertising network, I'm gonna hire the top sales reps for Google, right. for Facebook. I'm gonna hire the top brand manager, country, whatever. Yeah. And if I'm selling cloud computing services, I'm hiring the top salespeople for Salesforce or right. Oracle or whatever. Right. But it's the same thing. You want to know, you, you start with who are the top marketers for your competitors? Right. Or comparable companies. Right. If I am selling wallets, if I'm selling Ridge Wallet. Right. Right. If I'm selling some sort of wallet online, I want to know who are the top marketers working with Ridge? Because Ridge is probably the top selling wallet company online. Right. So let's start there instead of looking and, and what, you know, that's very different from how agencies are looking up these people right now. Right now, people are looking for, you know, top influencer. They're looking at demographics. They're looking at engagement. They're looking at keywords. Sure. They're looking at subscriber accounts and none and, and, and none of these things are are related to selling the darn product all work all we care about is backing it you know i i don't care what demographic salesperson is talking to sure. i care about who is he worked for how many sales did he get and that's what we show okay this is this is an awesome place to start i mean you you now have kind of set the stage for your business and who you serve now let's talk about your business i i want to know like sure. How, first of all, are you practicing what you preach? Like, t tell us about your growth journey as a business, because I know that you are growing like crazy right now. Your your organization is is starting to take shape. Um, and tell us about that yeah, part of yeah. your growth as your company has grown. Sure, sure. So I, I'd say the first thing, the first thing I um, so after I sold my ad agency in 2015. I had to get in a new business, you know, the way contracts are and stuff. Sure. So sure. I started teaching people and I, I, we got a lot of early success. We hit seven figures our first year um, in 2016. Um, me teaching people and doing ads and doing videos on YouTube. But what I experienced right. was I experienced, I said, this isn't really a sustainable business model for me. You know, I really started this as a lifestyle, you because know, because it's all you as a, as a lifestyle business. And I said, I, you know, like, look, I'm already pretty successful. I want to spend weeks and months traveling or doing whatever I was doing right. at the time. Just got married, started having my first kids. And I said, we need to leverage other folks yeah. um, to do content, to do ads, to do promotions, yep. you know, all this stuff. Yep. And what I looked for was I looked for what other, I, I went to a site, you might know of it, called MunchEye.com. And it showed me all of the other marketers all of the other influencers and micro influencers that were promoting, who were the top marketers for other training courses. Interesting. And I said, ah, they, they and they have like leaderboards, you yeah. know, like in this one specific niche of training courses, like for whatever reason, everybody has leaderboards of the top affiliates. They call them affiliates in the marketing industry, sure. not 
not in, you know, other industries like fashion calls them, I think ambassadors right, and some right. other industries call them influencer. You know, there's all different sort of words. Sure, right? sure. But so I said, who are the top affiliates? And I just went to them and I said, I made them a better offer than what the other folks were making them. You know, the other people would say, oh, we'll give you 25% of sales. I said, I'll give you, I'll give you 50. You know, oh, other people would say, oh, we're getting 50. I say, I'll give you 60. Wow. You know, and I'll get you, they say, I don't know you yet. I say, I'll give you, how much do you usually make? I'll pay that up front. Wow. I didn't care, right? So I, I just, I would just get these people started yeah. selling my training courses. Um, very niche. I'd never heard of any of their names before. Wow. And they sold off the hooks. They sold off the chain. And I realized that if you t find the top marketers in a particular industry yeah, and you just hire them to sell a similar product, they're going to blow it up. You know, it's not a hundred percent batting average, but right. it's pretty right. darn close. Well, they're, you know? they've already Better got the 50. ear. They've already got the ear of all your buyers. Yeah. So, so, so it, it just was unbelievably massively successful. And that grew the business from seven figures to almost eight, wow. like very quickly. And I, it was just a one man show at that time. And I said, wow, I'm doing this at scale solo business. And uh, some other businesses are like, you know, I talked to all these other marketers and they say, we, we, we try to hire some influencers or affiliates and we shut down the program. We spent all this money. We didn't get an ROI and right. all this stuff. I said, that literally wasn't a problem for me from the get-go. And, and, and the way that they would tell me how they're doing it, and right. it was all wrong. So what I realized was I said, I need to somehow be able, instead of just, you know, I, I was already teaching people how to do some type of marketing. I said, this isn't even training. This is, this is like, this is just, I, I just need to create software for this. Because awesome. I've been, you know, I started programming. I started, I had an early love of computers. So right. I went out there and I created software for it. And that's, that's what we're doing. We have a team. Um, we have a team of people, data scientists, backend, front-end developers, and that's just what we're building. I love it. So yeah, I love it. Now that now that's now that's exciting. I mean, that, that's really cool. Basically, what you did is you started discovering the problem of of. Yeah. I mean, you discovered a solution for your own business, and then you're like, dude, how come yeah. nobody else is like seeing this vision of what I just did with me? And now you've converted that into something that is scalable, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, so you went from a solopreneur doing seven mm -hmm. figures, get busting through eight figures, and then mm -hmm. you decided I need to I need to get serious about my my business. I need to I need to figure out how I can take the burden off of my shoulders for everything I do. What did that look like and, and where are you at now in comparison to where you were at a few years ago when you were at that point? Sure. So where we're at now is I have a, I have a 25 person company between, uh, you know, developers, sales, support, fulfillment, all this stuff. Awesome. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. You know, I, I get, but the, the, you know, the thought in my mind has never been, how do I do less work? Yeah. The thought in my mind is how do I leverage myself more? How do I be right. more helpful? How do I, you know, my, my guiding light is, you know, you know, I, I think just it's, it's how do I be more helpful? How do totally. I be a useful human being? Totally. Um, I believe that's by having lots of kids, lots of employees, 
and lots of animals. And uh, <laughs> to do those things, you know, to have lots of employees, you have to build a, a, a well-functioning, profitable, helpful business that helps a lot of clients out, uh, helps a lot of businesses out. So that's, you know, we, we just sell it. data. That's all we're doing. We're just selling data. Hey there, friends. This is Todd. Running a business, honestly, can leave a lot of founders and operators feeling lonely and isolated. If you have ever felt that way, trust me, I know what it feels like. And there is something you can do about it. You've heard a lot of our guests talk about the fact that being lonely and isolated is one of their biggest challenges in trying to run and scale their business. CaptainsCouncil.com. Go to CaptainsCouncil.com right now and see what we're doing to resolve this problem. We want you to be a strong operator who has solutions and has a way to get around the challenges you're currently facing. What most founders don't understand is that you're not alone. The challenges that you're facing, likely somebody else has already overcome and they can give you the feedback you need to overcome them. Who better than your peers, other founders, other operators who are joining with you in a small group setting, a global community setting, as well as at our in-person events to guide you through these challenges that you're facing right now. Don't give up, keep on pushing, but do it with some good advice from your peers. Go check it out at captainscouncil.com and let me know what you think about the offering. We can't wait to see you there. I love it, I love it. Well, you know, as you've grown and you've seen success and you're continuing to grow, I'm assuming you're still seeing growth right now, right? I mean, we're, you're we're growing pretty fast right now. We're on track to 3X this year. Love it, love it. Okay, so the 3X and already profitable business is exciting. Mm -hmm. As you start yeah. moving into these new, like this new neck of woods, what do you think is your biggest challenge you've had to overcome so far in your growth journey? Sure. Sure. The biggest challenge is, I mean, frankly, we're trying to grow even faster. Yeah. Um, is since I'm such a kind of like engine room behind the scenes guy yeah. and uh, I've always bootstrapped my companies, you know, I'm understanding that in order to really reach the heights that this business has the potential of growing to, you know, we need to take on investment and being able to communicate, you know, the business we're in, you know, it's very theoretical. It's very like we're selling data. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's been very hard for me to communicate my business to people i don't like going like the like you know adam newman like I, I don't know i think and i think these guys work off of like weird like internal net you sure. know like internal like boys club network so there's a lot of that yeah there's a lot of, it's mo that that from my understanding it's it's basically like 90 percent of people don't even look at the investment they just care about the like who else is in on the round but you know, I'm I'm trying to find like investors who actually like care about what the business is, and that has right. been really difficult because it seems to be such a, you know getting into this venture capital space. There seem to be very few first movers, and especially in this environment we're in right now, it seems like there's a lot of people that are affected by the social dynamics of what other human beings are doing rather than making their own decisions. Interesting. I just, I live in Malibu. I don't, you know, hang out in these circles. So trying to find yeah. those like early thought leaders who can add like value to the vision that of what we're building has been, uh, has been difficult, but it's a challenge just like any other. 
I love it. I love it. No, that that's a that is a big challenge. It's a big challenge. I mean, you know, you can take dumb money or you can take smart money. And when you take smart money, it always pays off better because they they have a vested interest. All the money says they're smart. All the money says they're smart. Nobody never nobody ever says they're dumb money. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to your point, it's like raising money can be a, a business in and of itself. And you're trying to identify yeah. like who the right money is, because it's not enough yeah. sometimes just to raise money. It, it is a huge game to play to find a strategic money play that, you know, mm. that by them investing even a small piece, it's going to it's going to two or three X their investment because they know people they're connected to the right people that you need to be connected with. Right. Now, what I found, which is kind of fascinating, is uh, so I met a billionaire uh, the other week. Okay. And uh, his company's listed on the NASDAQ, about a thousand employees, founder, CEO, right? And uh, it was not, I wasn't searching to meet somebody like this. Yeah. Now, he is interested in like learning about what my company is doing and, right. you know, sounds like it may even help, but it didn't, I didn't go into, seeking him out that way i i'm i started following passions of mine that i'm truly interested in right one of which is space so i went to a uh, interesting talk last week called the future of humanity in space this cool. was at south by southwest and i found that by doing things that i'm truly passionate about and that are i'd say in in line with what god would want and what 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 would help human beings right um which is getting us, you know, it's getting us into space, really, really, totally. all, you know, getting us out there, you know, with yeah. manifest destiny, um, following, you know, very, very true to myself, being very true to myself in a very value added, non-selfish way, um, has enabled me to get some really interesting connections. Love it. And, uh, so I don't know, I don't know if there's a takeaway from that, but well, that was kind of a coming of that, that sparked a lot of thoughts in me. I think that it, it goes back to what you said earlier in the conversation. You know, people like working with people that they like and people like people that do things that they like to do. Right. I mean, it's a very it's a very circular thing. And I think that as you have uh, taken time to kind of get involved in the community that does yes. things you like to do, you also find other like minded people are like, dude, what are you doing with your business? Do you need some? I mean, it's. It will pay off, yeah. but you just got to be out there, right? You like you got to be involved in the things you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're never going to find the people that can help you, right? It's all a network. It's, a, it's just a big network game. So, I love and it. And here's another maybe pop potential takeaway for the audience. Now, after this billionaire gave a talk about space and you know this space company and right. all this stuff he he started and some of his journey and his thoughts, he he hung around afterwards and there were about a dozen people. I'd say it was a, about a 60 person room, yeah. mostly family offices, investors, and some probably about 20 startup founders. I'd say about a dozen of them, you know, or half of them lined up to try to ask him some question or pitch him their company or something, you know, somehow right. some sort of weird, you know, they all had this like roundabout way of like trying to be like, yo, can I get your information? And like, totally, you know, like I want you to invest. And what, how I came into the conversation is the first thing I said was, you know, thank you, you know, for your yeah. talk. Here's why I'm thanking you. And like, 
what do you need help with? Yeah. What is going to help take you or your life or whatever you're doing business-wise to the next level? And please be specific and assume nothing about me. Right. And I tried to be purely like, look, this is not some like, like I'm genuinely asking how, yeah. what do you need help with? And he was, I was the only person who he said, like, we need to be in contact. Yeah. He told me what he needed. I ended up following up and helping him out with exactly what he needed. I love it. Which was, um, uh, well, I won't go into it because it's a new business he's working on, <laughs> but um, something AI related, related to a very specific, uh, very specific like B2B industry. Very cool. Um, but uh, I'd say by being helpful yeah. and, and, and selfless yeah. rather than selfish, yeah. I was able to create a potentially really important connection. And I'm going to watch one of his rockets blast off next month. Uh, oh, I'm going stop to stand it. One of those guys, huh? One of the, is uh, is a guy you guys have probably heard of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, freak. That's awesome. That's yeah, really cool. No, it, it, it is a fascinating world out there. And I tell you what, um, if you're listening, thinking, who do I have in my network? I think you'd be shocked. If, if you if you actually got involved in the things you're you're very interested in, like you're talking about, like space, you know, or or art, or you know, whatever it is you like to do, you're gonna find that there's other people aligned with that thing mm -hmm. that you like that may be your perfect partner, your perfect investor, your perfect whatever to get you into the world that you need to be in, right? So that is awesome advice. Now, John. You've got a lot of people in your network. I know you know a lot of people. Who in your network do you look at and say, "Gal, you know, this guy totally inspires me to just get my business to the next level. Is there someone like that in your circle that you want to give a quick shout out to today? Yeah, 100%. I'd say uh, Jeff Becker uh, over at Antler. Um, Jeff Becker, uh, awesome. just, you know, I, I it was, uh, they're one of our investors in uh, my current company and uh, I'd gone, you know, I remember asking him, how do I, how do I, how do I convey what I'm working on to, to, to other, to the audience, right. you know, to other, to other folks, like help them understand, like I'm working on a huge business, right? you know, it's like a hundred billion dollar a year potential business, you know, it's as big as Google or Facebook ads, Awesome. you know, working, yeah. you know, the influencer space, it's just not programmatic. I said, how do I get this across to people? And like, and he helped me out so much because I've always been, I realized in that sense that I've always been focused on like the marketer's mind, like getting yeah. down to the individual prospect. I'm, right. I, it's been trained in me to like think of like, my prospect is a 46 year old truck driver named Tom and he's <laughs> he, he's wearing some, you know, he's wearing work boots, sure. you know, uh, sure. he has, you know, old socks on, you know, but those, you know, not ankle socks. And, you know, he likes eating, you know, like those, those taquitos from that, <laughs> that one gas station, you know, he goes to the trap TA, you know, and awesome even, on, even when he's not driving his truck, he's, you know, but like, you have to know like them so specifically, whereas when you're selling a business, when you're selling investment, when you're yeah. selling to the investor community, you're, you're, it's a totally different, it's a totally different thing they're looking for. They're looking right. for these top level numbers, generalities, kind of like a, you know, kind of more ephemeral. I, I don't know. It was, yeah. but he helped me get it. 
and and it was a big shift in my brain. That's he very recently cool. came out with a new book. Um, I don't know. Just look up Jeff Becker. Yeah. If you guys want to find his book, which kind of like basically goes over the advice he gave me. But yeah, that was a big that was a big turning point for me in starting this new business, which I love it. I started and is I'm full time at since last year. I love it. Love it. Dude, this has been a great interview. Honestly, um, for those listening who who want to learn how to do more with your business, to learn how to take it from that that I just launched to that next stage of growth, follow this man, dude. John is a great guy. Jeff is a great guy. But but where do they find you, John? I mean, you're all over the place. Oh uh, well, I, I I was gonna say, bro, like. I'm surprised you didn't even plug yourself. So for those listening, um, right, this guy's this guy's advice, this guy's marketing knowledge, it, I'd say is really like, you know, I've taught a lot of people to start businesses, but what I've realized as I've grown a business, like eight figures and beyond, is that the as you grow, like the teams, the teams increasingly, you know, I've always, you know, even at my marketing agency, you right. know, we were less than 20 people when I sold it. But what I've experienced recently as I've been growing businesses is that the teams become more separated over time. And yes. those touch points, you end up having like, you know, whereas, you know, instead of just having like one general Slack channel where everybody's talking, it's like you increasingly have fewer and fewer touch points to the point where it's only like maybe like one 30 minute like cross departmental totally. team meeting every week or even every month. And it ends up the business, the inertia of change and, and the ability to actually create profits totally. actually goes down. I've always created my businesses around a cult of me, um, unfortunately. And as I've, you know, my time goes down, you know, more employees totally. means less time for employees. And I've, I've seen that happen in my businesses. Yeah. Um, and this guy just fixes it. This guy, <laughs> this guy, this guy makes every department become a revenue generating and like somehow interface with that external communication of marketing. Um, it, so thank you. I don't know. Thank I'd say you for communication the is the most important thing. Find me on YouTube, search my name, Google me, just Google my name, John Cristani on YouTube. Um, and, um, uh, you'll find out more about me. I talk about affiliate marketing, which is. Um, and like e-commerce marketing, I talk yep. about it from a very base level, probably like much lower than I'm assuming everyone here in this audience has, has, has their own business and is running it. You know, I, right. I just teach people, you know, kids in Nigeria that are 13 years old, looking to start their, you know, earn their first hundred dollars online. You right. Know? Right. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's where I come in on YouTube. That's been my, my shtick, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, feel free to subscribe and all that stuff. I'd love I to love it. have it. I love it. Please follow him. Yeah. Please, please do. And for those of you who are in the stage of growth that we're talking about, I, I've watched a few of his episodes. I've watched a few of his things. I'm telling you there's value there. So follow him, understand what he's up to, reach out to him. I'm sure he's he's got a community you can join and be a part of. And likewise, but listen, keep listening to these episodes. We have got founders on these episodes that are doing amazing things. And, and for most people, all they need to hear is that someone else did it. And all of a sudden the path becomes We're open to you that it, you can baby. do it too. We're doing it. We're doing it. But don't, you, you can't be scared. Again, I'm sitting here assuming all y'all have started businesses yet, but right. if you haven't done it, what are you doing? Go you know, on. like get, 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 you know what? I, this, this is what I tell people's Todd. I say, 
get rid of your broke friends, surround yourself with winners, surround yourself with people like that, you know, whoever Todd brings on, I'm sure is a winner in whatever aspect, but, 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 but start something. Don't right. think about it. Don't think about it. Produce, don't consume, produce totally. websites. Totally. Don't look at websites, produce children. Don't just, you know, consume, you know, like, totally. like produce, the more you are creating, you're all meant to be creators. We are all aspects of the infinite. Totally. If you are creating content or businesses you, or whatever income, or you are creating, you need to do that. Don't just sit back and consume because then all you're doing is you're helping the machines become of other people's. You're building other people's machines, not yours. That's it. 100%. <laughs> I you love are. it. Yeah. Dude, that's some great advice. For those listening, definitely jump on the bandwagon. Get doing, get growing, get building, and you're going to find a lot of joy in what you already do. So Let's go. Let's go. You could do this, guys. Come on. Make it happen. I love it. I love it. John, thanks for your time, buddy. We'll chat with you later. Great. See y'all. Bye. All right. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I honestly, that's the longest interview to date on the show. But it was one of the best, honestly. Uh, not better than everybody else. I'm not going to say that. But I say one of the best for me because I need it so badly, <laughs> honestly. Um, a lot of these interviews that we do on the show are here for you. But I'm not going to lie. I learned so much from these interviews. I love guys like John. John is a powerful business owner, founder, creative um, he's got a creative outlook on the way he looks at growth and scaling. And I just love it. I, I loved the interview. I loved our pre-interview conversation. And we talked for another 30 minutes after the interview, which was fun and fascinating. Um, if you want to follow him, he's got a YouTube channel full of videos. He's got trainings full of videos. His content is all over the place. And I can see why so many people follow him and love and appreciate what he has to say, because I did. And I appreciate it. So if you want to learn more about what he's doing, what he's up to, his links are in the bio below. And also just take a listen for uh, the way his model can impact your business. Really listen to this thing. Share this interview with others that need it. Because I can assure you, if you own and operate a business or you're part of the management of a business, you have got to leverage and utilize other people's influence amongst your buyers. I cannot wait to catch up with him again in the future. I have a feeling we're gonna be crossing paths several times in the near future, but I just want you to know that there are other people out there trying to grow and scale their business just along with you, alongside you, near you, maybe in your vertical, maybe in others. As you come across them and you know that they need some help, some useful tips, Share this episode with them. Share this whole podcast with them because this, the purpose of this podcast is to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you enjoy the others. Thanks for being along for the ride and we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>